Hey everybody, welcome to the Funhouse Podcast. I'm Armando Torres and today I'm joined by three wonderful friends. We've got Lindsay Washburn. Hi. We've got Charlotte McGrath. Hello. And we've got Elise Willems. Hey y'all. Looking good for 89. Yeah. <laughs> 1947. Ooh, yeah. Oh, Pearl Harbor, I don't it. know her. I do the um, that Korean beauty technique that's called slugging, where you just put Vaseline all over your oh, face. Oh, I thought you were so. gonna say when you make 3,000 cakes. <laughs> That was the name of your team, wasn't it? I, I appreciated that. that was... uh, Korean bakery ASMR 10 hours. That's right. I was like, what do the three of us have in common that we love? That's from our drunk the... switch stream. Yeah. Those Thank those you. were early uh, back in the office days when we were watching those. I'll put it on the TV. We all sit around and watch. Yeah. It. We, no one had a desk. We would just you come invited in us and... here. So this is going. <laughs> no, no. That's I'm just remembering. So when I first started working here, uh, you all would put on those. Um, those Korean baking in ASMR room, ones. On and now it, that I work here, they put on like basketball and It's fights. only basketball. That's, Rick. the, that's all Rick. Yeah. I don't, yeah. It's only basketball, baby. It's, it's only, not it's only, only basketball. basketball. One time I came here and we were watching some kind of, what was that movie where they go through the levels of the house and- progr- oh, you're talking about The Raid. The Raid. Yeah. Oh, The yeah. Raid. I just started oh, The Raid 2 the other night. Very different. Very complicated, Is there not very a raid? good. It's- <sighs> It's it's, it's way aftermath. too complex. Yeah. Like the intro is like, <laughs> Ramu, I need you to do this, and it's like, what, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. who's rating who? <laughs> rate us five stars. On, rate two on is... podcast apps. Yeah, oh, rate, rate is two. great. Rate oh, two. rate us is what rate, you're saying. Yeah, rate us. Ah, uh, gotcha. I um just watched the new Scream movie on a plane when I was coming back from uh austin i actually i talked to you a little bit about this as i fucked up my flight and i had to go from austin to dallas from dallas to chicago from chicago to lax and i had three different kind of pizzas in that day in dallas dish. in dallas i had um classic dallas Detroit pizza? style classic dallas flatbread prosciutto fucking ooh, uh, it was so good mamma mia it's, it's an inland pizza and the glass of wine baby and then in chicago i had a uh the bears deep dish pizza, pizza. Soup. yeah <clears throat> there's oh, yeah. and then and then it, i came home to la and i put a pizza in my oven and i ate it while crying uh that's LA style, baby. LA, baby. That's Hollywood, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's I not ate delivery, a, it's depression. It's not delivery. <laughs> <laughs> it's depressio. Yeah. It's depression. I ate an oven pizza while crying about how I don't know if I can afford rent anymore. Pizza, and, pizza. <laughs> In Canada, it's delicio, not DiGiorno. No. So the commercials are all like, it's not delivery, it's delicio. It's and then not I was delicio, like, it's DiGiorno. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is DiGiorno? <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend named, uh, a comic friend named Dante Cordova who I just watched, we just uh, did a show together and he did a joke about Little Caesars about how like they're the only company that won't give any kind of food description to their food. Like even their like Papa John's is better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's and Little Caesars is like pizza, pizza, pizza. pizza. I thought it was not technically pizza, like how uh, Subway uh, bread Cannot be called bread in Ireland. It's cake because yeah. of the sugar. Where is this conversation going? I don't. I don't know where it's, it's going. It's not you. It's all of us. It's all. It's of kind us. of morbid if you think about it. Yeah. Oh, it's very creepy. Yeah, I could go on for thirty minutes about this. <laughs> yeah, Elise, you are a fan of my true crime podcast. Right? I am. I love talking about cults. I love listening <laughs> to stories about cults, recounting just the depths that these depraved lunatics will go to to bring others into their twisted web. <laughs> Like having them on their show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I like it too when the name has, there's no puns, there's no wordplay. You you know exactly what you're getting into. Yeah. Cult podcast. Cult, okay. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> this little Caesars yeah. audio. Well, here's the thing. Yes. You come to Cult Podcast, you go, I want you crime. And I go, this one is hot and ready. It's there. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. We do have a chain in Canada, a popular pizza chain called Pizza Pizza. I thought you were saying so. it's called Popular Pizza. <laughs> popular Pizza. I went to a little Caesars once and the pizza was neither hot nor I was like, can I get too hot and ready? So they're like, no problem. It'll be 10 minutes. And, I was like, <laughs> and it's going to be lukewarm. Yeah. It's going to be just as be bad as town. it would have been if it were hot and ready. <laughs> no, at least clearly um, the reason you're here is because you work with Charlotte, who has an amazing true crime show called uh, Ship Hits the Fan. Not yeah. We don't work with each other on the shows. No. We no, work with no, each no. other and do Islands our shows. Islands in the sun. Yeah, yeah do shows exactly. separately. <laughs> two ships in the night. 
Yeah. Now that's a nod to my podcast. Yes, and the night being mine because it's dark and we cover a lot of dark subject a matter. A lot of morbidity yeah. in the dark of oh, night. Oh, I didn't even think about that. At least you run 30 morbid minutes. I do. Fuck. There's the shirt. Number one fan. Number one that fan. That one's Elise. Lindsay is our prime touch. She's a woman it's in her me. 30s, yeah. white woman, <laughs> a lot of uh, fear Fill for me society. <laughs> She's exactly who we want to target. See, a woman in her 20s likes uh, maritime horror. Yes. Yeah. That yes. of the sea. I got a couple years and then you know, I'll probably <laughs> want to return to to the to land, you know, <laughs> to solid ground beneath my little toes. I well, like really... that one too. I like them both. We've I, got a pipeline of like they they flow through us yeah. eventually because we our, ours is like older thirties mid forties is like our <laughs> prime. Uh, That's your demographic. Demographic yeah. for cult podcasts. So they start in the sea, they go to thirty morbid <laughs> minutes, and then they come to us. Yeah, <laughs> they they say they they say we start on the ship, mm-hmm. and then we we talk about like. The, the situation of the ship, and then mm. you guys ask the question of why the hell did they get why on that ship? ship? Why ship? Yeah. <laughs> why do we need ship? Well, I love why ship. I love the concept of Thirty Morbid Minutes being uh, a show for somebody who's like, I I, I got to have my true crime, but I also got other shit I got to do. Yes, I need it absolutely. now. I need it it's quick. Well, when I originally pitched it, it was sixty Morbid Minutes, mm-hmm. as in like sixty minutes. Yeah. The show, and then I started working on it, and I I just thought this will be better in a 30 minute format. Mm-hmm. And then thankfully people thought that it still worked as 30 morbid minutes, but I yeah. guess we should tell people what we're talking about in case they're not familiar with yeah. any of these podcasts. So, so we, uh, th- three, and then Lindsay is here, uh, run <laughs> two crime shows. I'm uh, on the fun house podcast right now. Yeah. Um, and you've got the cult podcast, mm-hmm. and you've got thirty morbid minutes, mm-hmm. and you have ship Cereal. hits the fan. Ship hits the fan. And just yeah. wait for my podcast, baby. It's no, I'm just. Kidding. This is about thirty morbid minutes. If you did a podcast that was like the dark side of reality TV, I would listen to the shit out oh, of absolutely. it. That'd be so much research. <laughs> It'd be a lot of research, but that's that. I think you could you could find the team and you could do it, and you would be so entertaining. If you did to listen to, if you did a podcast that was just any side of reality TV, I would listen to it because I love people talking shit about but, how crazy Love Island is. Well, the dark side that people like true crime. Yeah, mm. that's why people love the dark side of the ring, the wrestling series and the dark side uh, of the moon 90s there's a show called the dark side of the 90s too um dark side that's a villain in the dc universe oh donnie darko is charlotte (laughs) it is this is half of true crime podcasting is just word association um you host 30 morbid minutes that you Mm -hmm. came up with the idea on your own yeah it was something that i had had just in my pocket in my notepad doc of like i i just write things down and i was like i think this would be a great concept i am a person that likes horror the macabre mystery i i say i think sometimes true crime I, while i do listen to true crime i'm not like a true crime junkie where i listen to everything but Shout out to true crime I, junkie a different true yeah. crime show and like you would say halloween is your favorite holiday absolutely like you're not a christmas Num- girl no you're no. she's a Number halloween one. gal and you're kind of a more of a christmas gal i love christmas i do love halloween but mm-hmm. Arbor the dark Day, side bitch. of christmas <laughs> <laughs> and the dark I, side uh, of christmas i also really love history mm-hmm. and so i think the thing about our podcast which is an exploration of morbid macabre topics people places things events uh, throughout history and the headlines of today, it crosses all these kind of barriers. And while we cover morbid topics, we try not to make it too salacious or sensationalized. And we're really trying to get to the root of a like, what is the history behind this? Mm-hmm. If it's something that branches into supernatural territory, what maybe you know, what is the possible science ex- scientific explanation for this? And if uh, if it's happening today, what's like what's the contemporary comparison? So, like for example, we have an episode where we cover grave robbing, and we talk about grave robbing throughout the ages. But then we also touch on obituary bandits, which is a very real thing that happens today. Oh, yeah, where people scan the obituaries and they find out when someone's funeral is happening, and then they either a go rob the house of the deceased or they go rob the house of their uh, family while they're out mourning. And so it's like, it's an inverted 
um, grave robbing, yeah. so yeah. to speak. It's like not robbing the grave directly, but it's still taking the opportunity and adva- taking advantage of a death. Absolutely. This is the episode I listened to yesterday uh, on my uh, drive. I listened to one from each, and I was you. You were saying like it was sixty more minutes, but it's better as thirty. But I was listening to it. And I think that episode is about forty minutes oh, long. But I was yeah. like, I need. Where's the rest of this episode? Uh, we Because you're like we're run, we're out of time, and I'm like no. Uh, and, it, and my co-host and like wonderful comrade is Jessica Vasami, who is just a delight to. Yeah. And, but she's also a little. She, she's she's a little scaredy cat. Little, I've noticed. She's like, yeah. no. You're like, sorry, sorry. And I'm like, scare her. Yeah. Scare me. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is the fun dynamic. And I didn't really realize. I knew that Jess had some hangups with scarier things, but I didn't really realize how we would fall so into those roles of her also being a believer and me being a little bit of a skeptic mm-hmm. too, which I don't know if like on ship hits. I don't believe in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, f- I fulfill that role. <laughs> <laughs> you're also, you're a flat earther and yes. Yeah. Um, yeah but just earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask like, do you find that with you and Patrick, that one of you t- tends to like be the one that gets a little bit more creeped out by the scenarios that you're covering Patrick's a pretty unshakable. Yes. Yeah. yeah the, the unsinkable the unshakable Patrick, Patrick Brown. Brown. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, you can shake him pretty easily. He's very light. Yeah, but he always <laughs> springs back up. Yeah. He's like yeah. a he's like a car antenna. Um, but no, I mean like we we it's we kind of like just trade off because um, you know we like do like one person will be like driving and the other will kind of like comment on it, but it's. It's. I think it's a lot less. It's less spooky. Like it's. It's not as creepy. Like there can be eerie and tragic and like bone shaking twists. twists and turns and, and and but it's more often than not if we're like reacting to something earnestly, it's more out of sadness because a lot of it is human error and it's it's not necessarily like. I mean, we've covered some things that are a little more mysterious and a little bit more. Um, scary, but a lot of the time it's either just the sheer uh, godlike forces of nature, uh, or it is uh, a pompous and arrogant captain that has uh, forsaken their their crew, their passengers, and their ship. Costa Concordia. Costa Concordia. Um, the uh, I think. What what was I just thinking of? Oh my goodness! They, we just covered a ship, the uh, Oceanus where the captain just completely had a mental breakdown and some of the crew left before it, they never even uh, announced an evacuation. They, uh, they just let people fend for themselves and the ship's entertainers had to orchestrate the rescue, but like, ah, orchestrate, orchestrate that. Yeah. It's fun. Wow. I did that. I said that yeah. anyway, but I mean, it's, it's, it's less to get scared about. It's more just like, damn, that there, sucks. Yeah. There is the possibility, right? That you guys would cover like kind of like, because there's all kinds of spooky stuff with like ships, like ghost ships and the Queen Mary and like. Oh, Queen Mary's. Too. I know it's about shipwrecks, but I'm sure a lot of shipwrecks have like creepy stories. Too. Definitely, yeah, especially with our like seasonal. Oh, oops. <gasps> that could be one now. Whoa. I have to take my pills. <laughs> I'm on the pills. boat. <laughs> Somebody's calling you from the boat. <laughs> well, that's been our 30 morbid minutes. Yeah, and fortunately. Cover the SS. I don't know what, whatever the hell. I but um yeah. I mean our our like between season episodes got a little ghostly. Elise even helped us out on one. I called her Ooh. and she helped us with the pronunciation of La Chasse Galerie. Right. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oui oui oui. C'est ça. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, we over on Cult Podcast obviously cover cults, which um the ones worth covering for the most part. Real sad. And so we have a tendency to uh, also one thing that I'm jealous of your show for is that our episodes are a little over an hour. And back in the day, we were recording like two hour episodes. Them shits were as long as hell. Mm. Uh, and we have a tendency to front load the, f- the first episode in a series or the first half of an episode with all of the like, here's some fun history. Here's some facts you didn't know. Uh, like, for example, we were covering 7M Films on this last episode, uh, which is like a TikTok dance group. 
Uh, and so we were like, here's the history of crumping where it, it started because this guy in Compton dressed up like a clown and then he danced like a clown and they called it clowning. And then this other guy did it, but more aggressive and it was crumping. And then later in the episode, <laughs> that's an, that is a clown that is turned aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> crumping, by the way, is a dance style in which you dance as if you are trying to punish the ground for existing. Uh, and then later in the episode, after we've had all the fun, we just have to be like, and that's when tie-dyes took financial control of everyone. And these people were not allowed to see their families anymore and may have been forced into relationships that they were not willingly wanting to go into. And you're just like breaking your brain. It fucking sucks. So it's less scary, but you will... I've been doing a true crime show for a little over five years now. Every single week, we have like 225 episodes plus all the bonus episodes and all that we other shit. We have 13. <laughs> you will break your fucking brain, even if it's not scary. You just like, humanity is awful and it's uh, caused me to. I've had like panic attacks and like a mental break just reading about like, because you, you don't like children of God and seeing what humanity is capable of just to each other without supernatural is just heartbreaking. Yeah. I guess you touched on it a little bit where you cover a lot of topics that are heavy or it's someone's personal life. Like it's a, it's a real person that died or was yeah. affected. And how do you both reconcile that? Because for 30 morbid minutes, sometimes it's a little bit easier. For example, if we're recovering something that happened in Victorian England and it's the 19th century and it happened 120 years ago, there's that distance between mm. it where you are talking about real people's tragedy and death, but it doesn't feel as immediate. It, you, you don't have colored photos of this person. Whereas when we covered our death on uh, Mount Everest episode, it's like yeah. there are real people up on that mountain but they're Still. in black and white, so they don't matter. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. Color well, their their families are still alive and yeah. can comment on it. Like, how does that feel for you both? Uh, and and well, I guess, sorry, into Lindsay after that. Like, as a listener, how does that feel? Well, too? I was just gonna say, I listened to the, an episode of yours yesterday as well about the Titanic, and you said that you and Patrick have a hundred year rule or something. Oh. I was just about to say, yeah, we have the hundred year rule, which. You're welcome. Go ahead. Talk about your hundred year rule. <laughs> what a wonderful segue. <laughs> you're the best, Lindsay. Um, but you're not wearing a shirt for my podcast. <laughs> Find my hoodie. Um, She's got her ship hits tattoo that no one can see. I would get a ship hits tattoo if we, if we had a long enough run. Uh, gladly. But I um, ship hits the fanny. Oh my god! <laughs> it's on my butt. I got Sorry, it go in ahead. a different place because I got mine in England. I'll get ship. Hips, the fanny. Ooh. Uh, um, I'll get right on my butthole. Shit. You'll just say shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we had a joke on Inside Gaming. I don't remember where it came from, but it was the idea of someone getting Brian's name tattooed around their asshole, just like B-R-I-A-N. <laughs> right there on it. Um, Brian, one of the hosts of Shit Pits, the fan producer, does amazing research for us. But yeah, we have the 100-year rule, which is like, if it's under 100 years, we're going to approach it with more tact. Um, cause you know, often most of the time in the shipwrecks we cover, there are casualties that, uh, the, uh, sometimes you, you cut it a little close. So our first episode was the Eastland disaster that happened in 1915. That was 107 years ago. And we, <laughs> you know, we're, we're us. I would say there's a certain irreverence to the three of us getting together, which I think people weren't expecting. And there are actually, I saw an Apple review that, was completely, it was very off put. They didn't like the first episode and then they kept listening and they said that we got better. I think that they may have gotten used to it. Conditioned, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we can, I, I don't think we conditioned. <laughs> I don't want, I didn't, I immediately went to, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I think like, I think what, I think what people thought is that we were like poking fun at this tragedy and I think there's, there is an aspect of like, goofing off and poking fun but kind of at like the sheer randomness and like horror of a situation where the only option you really have to do is is like take lighten a step back mood. and like lighten the mood and it was about a ship where a lot of people drowned in 20 feet of water because it just turned over uh and that was human error that was human error so like we have the hundred year rule and like sometimes we'll have something that was a little more recent like the Doña Paz uh, which happened in the Philippines and was like 
That one was really gruesome, and it wasn't people working. It was a passenger ferry that was overcrowded. So, like, that one, like, we put a content warning. We uh, we left off the silly intro, and, like, it's, you know, it's a case-by-case case yeah. case basis. Yeah. But, like, it's definitely, like, threading a needle sometimes because some of the most spectacular stories, you'll still have a low death count, but that's still 30 real people that have died. And, yeah. like, it's... um. We have to like we recognize it and we approach it with an air of like, um, I guess, I guess uh, s s uh, sincerity. But it's 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 kind of strange. It's very different than anything else I've ever done in my career, and that I have to think about that. But I would say yeah. for me, um, alcoholism uh, is taking a toll, uh, but helps a lot. Um, no, I try not to anymore. But. Yeah, we do this weird thing where like we cover cults, and so cult podcast. Yeah, <laughs> cult I don't know if you can put that together, but we uh, we cover cults, which almost always have a very singular person uh, responsible, and so we tend to really shit on them. Um, sometimes people within the cults will do things that are goofy, and we sort of like dunk on them for doing some dumb goofy shit uh but for the most part we really only tried to reserve our like shitting on people or making jokes about people about the people that are responsible and sort of making them look like shit um although there is like the one thing that we always try to do is like people are people. And so sometimes if somebody does something really dumb, you can make fun of them because they were in that moment dumb. It, but one thing that we really try to drive home is that like anyone can join a cult. Like cults are more than just what you would assume. Like they're not just, they're all not all like Jim Jones. Like we've covered the Latin Kings who are a gang that is, um, mixed with Catholicism and the way that they recruit people is back in the day they went to places that weren't allowing uh brown immigrants to cross color lines to go to church and the catholic church wouldn't allow brown people who spoke spanish to open up their own church because white people fucking in charge of shit are terrible and uh they didn't assume that they assumed speaking god in spanish or whatever would ruin it so they didn't allow us to go to church that's so fucking it's just crazy it's the same religion that wouldn't let services be spoken in english for the longest yeah. time yeah. like english wasn't where they latin yeah, <laughs> yeah. the well, priest would there's nothing more the congregation because they were yeah. we're latin <laughs> yeah like let us do it it's like bring it all the way back around yeah this bring it to the romance languages it's too germanic Oh yeah, it's yeah. romantic as hell. But uh, damn Jesus, <laughs> damn Jesus, yeah. you look, you turn I, water into fine. But I, they, um, yeah. yeah, they they would recruit people, you know, by uh, by preaching Catholicism, but then mixing Catholicism with like gang shit, which sounds ridiculous, but it like it makes sense I mean, for the apostles. The, yeah, <laughs> they were the original ways, gang. The original the original gang. gang. Yeah. <laughs> and so His like day ones. <laughs> It's fun to it's fun to make fun of it, but you always have to like remember that like everyone's part of some kind of cult like yeah. mentality in one way or another. And also seeing the way that cults do this really kind of like makes you a little jaded where like I know this is gonna sound like ooh, look at me, but like I before doing cult podcast i used to be very like i'm a democrat and i always vote for my party and yeah and now you're a republican I, now yeah staunchly yeah um, you're, you're a, a severe conservative because well that's what no one ever talks well, about well he's fiscally social yeah you know, no 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 no, no. <laughs> i'm a fiscal social. democrat but a social <laughs> republican <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't look at me <laughs> but like i can't any any one group any person that like belongs to any group i or any group that tries to like tell you what to do, I just can't take seriously anymore and just don't like. Uh, and also everything's terrible and you realize like everything comes from bullshit, so. Or, or personal motivation or yeah. want. I, I share a similar opinion to you that I think you should punch up and obviously somebody is a horrible person throughout history or today, like they are fair game. Yeah. They put that target on themselves. I'm writing an episode right now about Vlad the Impaler, who like the name what did he do? obviously 
Well, <laughs> what didn't he do is kind of the question. And Leave so in that episode, alive, it sounds like there's gonna, we're going to be goofing on Vlad. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, we've covered Nazis and uh, the Confederacy a couple times. Oh, it's, yeah. It's oh, like, God. all right, cool. We give free. free yeah, they earn it. They earned it. They deserve it. Yeah. They, uh, what, so one thing, too, on that that sucks is that you really have to when you open up a story and see shit like. Charles Manson is uh, the worst, one of the worst, most famous like cult leaders of all time. And then you hear about his childhood where he's just like, no one loved him, cared about him. They sent him to like this awful place where he just got like assaulted and beat to shit all the time. And it's like, well, you start to sort of relate to it or like, this sucks. But I was reading about Timothy McVeigh being sent to war and he saw what America did to uh, foreign countries. And just like he talks about like the people in the countries he was fighting were just like dads and they were like trying to throw their weapons down. And he watched his other soldiers like shoot them and like run them over with tanks and just do awful stuff. And so you start to see like why they have the thoughts that they have. And you want to dunk on them for being so stupid and so awful, but then you're just like, oh, fuck. Uh, Timothy McVeigh, the Oklahoma City bomber. Yeah. Correct? Just yeah. want to clarify that. <laughs> Who is, again, a total piece of shit in every possible way. But you sort of, like, when you want to see what someone's motives are for doing oh. something, you want to see their point of view. And then you that's when you start to realize, like, all of the worst people are the way that they are because they were so fucked up by Total something else. Nurture. Vlad the Impaler. He grew up as a hostage. He was in the raised act. by impalers. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, is, he, he didn't, didn't stand have a chance. shot in hell. You know? yeah. well, he, he was a hostage in the Ottoman Empire like until he was 17 because his father angered the Sultan and that's what they did at that time. They would take people's kids and it's Game yeah. of Thrones. And there's conflicting, you know, recounts that, oh, he was treat actually treated really well. He went, he was, he was educated. And some people say that he endured some kind of torture, but he had this like grudge regardless toward the Ottoman Empire, which definitely like facilitated his desire to get like vengeance and, you well, know, so, know and you if would... you want to hear more, make sure you check out 30 <laughs> more minutes. I was minutes. like, I do not want to hear more. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, she's giving all the uh, witch. She's giving she's the giving spoilers. Like, oh, she's stuff, doing yeah. this podcast. I guess it is kind of like spoilers. Yeah, yeah we are already given all these spoilers. Should we be giving this away? Spo- real life doesn't have <laughs> Should we be giving these spoilers? I always stop. love with movies where someone's like, spoilers, and it's like, it's a real fucking thing that happened. Yeah. Go look it up. I know. Um, yeah. I don't know why you would hate the Ottoman Empire. That shit sounds comfy as hell. Oh my god! Yeah. It's a glass coffee table. Yeah, it's, it's and I'm putting it on Dan's books. We will be those right back uh, with a couple of uh, ad reads, and then um, with a word from our sponsors. Yeah, and then we'll be back with uh, thirty more morbid minutes. Those big wireless providers forget that families come in all shapes and sizes. And that's why Mint Mobile decided to shake up the wireless industry with their brand new modern family plan. Each line starts at 15 bucks a month and you only need two lines to get started. No matter how big or small your family is, you deserve to save on your wireless service. Mint Mobile rocks. John Smith has used Mint Mobile a bunch and it constantly is telling me about how great it is. And um, if John Smith likes something, that's how you know he really likes it because there's a lot of stuff that he doesn't like and very few things that he does like. Take that as one of the people from the first list. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers wireless for just 15 bucks a month. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for the for yourself or for the entire family. And at Mint, families start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, Mint Mobile's modern family plan lets you mix and match data plans so everyone gets the amount of data that's right for them. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with your existing contacts. What? That's crazy. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. 
To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, including the Modern Family plan, go to mintmobile.com slash fhpod. That's mintmobile.com slash fhpod. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash fhpod. Uh, and we're back. Uh, thank you for... Everything. Everything. Can I, can I put Lindsay on the spot? Yeah. I was just curious, Lindsay. Yeah. Because you, thank you for listening to all of our stuff. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that stood out to you? Any like little facts or tidbits or anything from like any of our podcasts? <laughs> this is just, I always want you to gas us all up. But if it didn't, that's okay. Because you only listen to your two podcasts. We're in the information age where everything's coming at you on fast. On the Spot was a different podcast. <laughs> that's a show. It's okay. I it, wouldn't know. Maybe it didn't. We'll cut this from the episode. We don't cut this um, <laughs> Laugh track. <laughs> uh, Rick's goofing in the control room. There's I, a laugh track playing. Do you like true crime? I, um, I never listened to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm like loosely interested in it. Like I used to listen to, before I, like, I really even got into listening to podcasts in general, I would listen to just one-off episodes of This American Life. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I would love like all, I mean, all the stuff that they cover, I really like listening to, but obviously the ones that are True crime are very interesting because it's like, wow, what happened? Suspense. Um, but no, I mean, I will say like I was listening to the, uh, you know, the Grave Robber ones yesterday and I was wanting more. I was like, where's the rest? You're like, and then we'll talk about this. And then you're like, we're out of time. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and uh, I was listening to the Titanic episode, uh, the conspiracy theories. So kind of like went right into that one yeah that one's i think a, a little a closer in superstitions and stuff we yeah. have not covered the titanic yet no 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 but that was fun to listen to and i've listened to some of the other ones like i've listened to sleep paralysis <gasps> a little while ago i have bad memory in general so i go "Ooh, interesting and then i walk away going well i don't know what i listened to patrick got a little upset with me with the sleep paralysis one he came what? up to me after and he said you know i have sleep oh, paralysis he has that. i said i didn't fucking know patrick i don't know your whole goddamn life <laughs> And this is how it happened. <laughs> this is how it happened. But then Ryan recently, our own Ryan Haley, he recorded a little social media clip with me where he told me about his time as a Boy Scout spelunking. Yeah, I did see that. Because <laughs> so we did an episode about spelunking gone wrong, a fatal, you know. <clears throat> and then he, but his story was, dare I say, anticlimactic. Say it. It was just, he talked about going spelunking in caves as a boy. With, yeah. his, with the, his uh, fellow the boy scouts, spelunker. yes. But he said that he got down into the cave, and then this guy busted out his guitar and started playing a concert in the bottom of the cave hmm. because the acoustics were was there really cool. A frog on the log on the bump in the cave where the guy was playing the guitar. I feel like that's Ryan as a time you traveler. Should, you should talk to him about the cross cre creeper or whatever the person. Oh, the hacks cross creeper. The ha what's it called? Hacks Cross Creeper. Hacks Cross Creeper. Is that what it is? Yeah, is, I'm sure there's a, probably a plethora of like information about people who are just creepers and then yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan they don't steal anything, they don't kidnap, mm. they just come into Observe. your home. Like, that's creepy. Yeah, and then you Hacks encounter Ryan. Pe pe peeping Toms. Do you guys? Not my Tom. <laughs> are there topics that your listeners like definitely want you to cover? Like, have you covered kind of those big ones already? So, <clears throat> have you covered TM? TM? The TM cult? Oh, they're gonna come for me. Transcendental meditation. Mm -hmm. uh, we've covered it as sort of a general topic, but not like fully. But yeah. they've. Um, like we really haven't guest. hit. Mo yeah, I'd love to have you come on. <laughs> we um we really haven't hit most of the big ones. Like we we do the big ones as a spectacle. Like we've done Heaven's Gate, Children of God. Um, what do people request Manson. that you do? Like, what's the number one thing you think? Uh. Rooster teeth. <laughs> yeah. Corn red whip. Um, I was saying the cult of rooster teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cover red whip. Uh, Cover they, red whip. They, um, a lot of people ask for just like the big ones, you know, the generic big ones. There's also like we were, we get, so hmm, a while back I was doing a series on uh, Trump and sort of like the cultiness behind uh, a lot of his like most That one's devoted. really interesting. I've loved hearing you talk about that one. I loved it. And a lot of it was like, we love to give historical context because I love history. And so like we covered uh, his grandfather being, you know, an illegal immigrant who came here, stole a business idea uh, and then did it poorly um, and then cheated on his wife a whole bunch with uh, like sex workers. 
And then his dad, who was born from that, who was just like, you have to be perfect. And basically, like, killed his oldest son uh, by just being a piece of shit. Because Donald Trump has a brother, uh, Fred Jr., who was just, like, a great guy. And all he wanted to do was be a pilot. And his uh, dad, like, drove him to drink and all this shit. Anyway, point is... We did like five episodes and we were ramping up to like his run for like everything. And I was like, I had like one or two episodes left and I was like, finally, we can just like close out the, the Trump saga and it'll be good and, um, and it'll, and it'll be fine. And I finished that script, uh, set to record the next day on January 6th, uh, and then you know, phone goes a buzzing because you yeah, have a couple. They can't Google arrest alerts. all of us. Yeah, <laughs> and they can, they can get out of you. You know, you just sort of like you, people like ask for that, like to go back, and so that's what kind of sucks. Is sometimes we we like to cover stuff that's more modern, but like shit doesn't come out fast. You know, because people, the real juicy shit yeah. that you want to hear about is like prosecutors are holding that so that they can go after I mean, after yeah, you. we're still seeing new stuff come out about that. Every day it feels yeah. like a new Mr. Show cast member is implicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, uh, Just the one, as far as I know. We had, um, way back in the day, our, one of our original co-hosts was um, a journalist. Because uh, I'm not one of the original founding members of the show. I came on to do audio work, and then uh, they gave me a microphone, which is a mistake companies keep making. And uh, and then I stayed on the show. I thought you were shocked, but it was a <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she was a journalist, and some dude hit us up and was like, "Hey, I have uh, inside information about this like group that like says they're like a wellness program, but like they're doing some really fucked up shit." And I used to do some of their promo and accounting. Um, it's run by this guy, Keith Rainier. And like, oh, they're yeah. like doing some fucked up shit. And like, we were like, okay, yeah, whatever. And he's like, no, I'm serious. Like this girl, Allison Mack, who you might recognize from TV. Like she's like branding people. Like it's real Small fucked thing. up. <laughs> and we were like, okay, yeah, dude. If this was so fucked up, we would be able to like search it. And so she, her, she was married to like a government agent for some like detective thing like he's in like cia or something and like brought it actually i think he was in the fbi but like brought it to her husband and was like is there any validity to this and he was like i'm gonna like i'll take it i'll go you know whatever and then came back and was like uh don't talk to this guy and also like don't mention this on the show because this is apparently like part of an ongoing investigation oh, and this is something that are he they gonna come be. for us now no oh it's all yeah the, no the it's all kind of got blown john off. wilson has covered yeah. it yeah <laughs> But we with flying colors. Yes. What an incredible what a great episode. episode. Unbelievable. Uh. We got all of this inside information that like before it had come out and like just from random some dude who like shared all this information with us and like we got it and we did the episode uh after they said it was good to do it and since then more shit has come out. What is this one? I don't know. This you is Nexium. A... Nexium. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 They had that. Uh, there was that show on. Was it HBO? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like a sex trafficking thing. Yeah. This guy basically know. stole Scientology and rebranded it, and um, it was like a mix of Scientology and an MLM, where he would tell you he could better your life, and then you could get into a higher position within the group if you brought in five yeah. of your friends, mm -hmm. and then they would get five of their friends. But then uh, Allison Mack from Smallville um, was branding people within the cult, like with a hot yeah. iron, like on their ass and shit. Uh, and it was real fucked up. Also, and that guy just yeah. in general is such a goober. Yeah, he's his he like plays like night volleyball. Mm -hmm. And night volleyball. night volleyball. That was the thing that the biggest takeaway I got. I was like, it, it, people were like, yeah, he loved volleyball so much. It would be like 1 a.m. and he'd be like, we got to play volleyball. And I'm like, I mean, I like night volleyball, volleyball sounded cool until you said 1 a.m. He falls asleep yeah. to Top Gun, the, yeah. that one scene <laughs> yeah. every night. Is is there a topic that people, or I bet it's Titanic, right? That people well, want we actually to... got a call from someone. They said, I'm on a cruise ship. It's sinking. Can you <laughs> no. talk about it on the show? Are you and then serious? I, and then I hit someone up on the Coast Guard, and they were like, actually, don't talk about that. It's an ongoing <gasps> cruise ship sinking. 
This no, is a callback. Oh, okay, you're, yeah, you're doing a goof. I'm sorry, All I'm right. doing a goof, and I had to keep it going. There was Elise the carnival cruise that got the, such a goober. Yeah, the there was a carnival. People, I love when there's some sort of calamity with a cruise ship because some... everyone is tagging us. So the carnival cruise ship caught on fire, and there was another one. I saw that on TikTok. Fire was... to Sea Park? I always think of fire at water, where it's like, it's a, it's a ship, it's on water. Fire and water, mm-hmm. you should watch RRR. Oh, my God. Have you seen it? Don't, no, oh no. My God. Nobody's yet. seen it. I know, it. I know. Nobody's seen no, it. No, I have to. I was the <sighs> best. The best. If anyone, if anyone out there enjoyed everything, everywhere, all at you once, you gotta see. Our, you gotta uh, see RRR. It's an Indian action movie. It just came out. It fucking rocks. My friends did like a screening a month ago, but I just couldn't. It was at 9 p.m. on the west side. I'm like, I can't do that. For it's three the hour epic. I gotta Ridiculous. do night volleyball. I got night volleyball. I, at I mean, at, at certain, at around the two hour mark, you're like. But then they, holy Ramps hell, do they ramp it? It's about friendship. But anyway, water and oil. <laughs> water and what? Water and oil. Water and oil. It's gonna light on fire. fire. <laughs> I want to. I want to isolate the part where you said, "I love every time there's a calamity," because that well, really I do. Me. I do because I think as humans, we're drawn to things. We want to be where things are going to happen, whether we accept it or not. Yeah. Like Ariel. California, what? It's Ariel syndrome. Ariel syndrome. I want to be where the people, people are. Literally... Dying in on land. Oh, Cruise ships on fire. <laughs> um, and there was another one that crashed into a dock the other day. Um, but um, the mo- the after quest and stuff that we've uh, Edmund Fitzgerald was a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wreck of uh, <laughs> as per Gordon Lightfoot. Um, that was a that was a, a very requested one and patrick being our uh uh, uh um what's the word i'm looking for Brown. resident um midwesterner oh. it's a great lake sinking ah, it's very yeah, famous yeah, yeah. and the wreck of the edmund Fitzgerald. it was our season one finale episode eight and then costa concordia um was also season one that was also really requested and then we started this season with the halifax explosion um, in World War Two, yeah. or, or was that was mm. was World War One? Uh, yeah, I think it was World, World War One. Um, and it was uh, whew, that one's nuts. Yeah, uh, but yeah, those were actually much more requested than the Titanic. I think because oh. the Titanic has been such uh, well-tread um, mm. ground or water. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's yeah. I think if you take if you take like a joke. different approach complex. to it. We are going to do it. Yeah. It's inevitable. We're going to do it. And we, we've talked about how we want to approach it. We thought about doing it this next season. But, I mean, honestly, I, I would rather cover the stuff that not only the audience doesn't know about yet, but I don't know about yet. Because I, I love learning about this stuff. I'll get messages in the inbox or the Ship Hits Twitter account, and they're like, I'm so glad you mentioned X thing. And, uh, and I'll just respond. I'm like, me too. I had no idea about it because we're very, very upfront in saying that, we are not professionals, yeah. which is great because we have heard from uh, doctoral students uh, and naval architects and 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 like people that get it and are professionals. And every time I get a message that's like, "Hi, I'm a professional sea researcher," I'm like, "Oh no, we're finished. We're finished. <laughs> Our number's been Exposed. called. It, this is it for ship. It's the fan." And then it's it's usually it's it's like, "Hey, you have a really fun show." And sometimes they just offer. Uh, clarifying information about like long and oh, short yeah. tons, which relates to casks. Uh, it's it relates to wine. Uh, so um, I don't know. It's 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 an interesting world. But yeah, I think you know we're just interested in calamity. That's why we all keep living here, despite the big one. Do you get <laughs> do you get a lot of people requesting specific, like oh cover this conspiracy or this creepy thing? We do like Paris catacombs is one that crops mm. up. I would say also spontaneous human combustion, which was like something that we had even pitching the show, yeah. thought about covering, and just ha- there's just such a wealth of topics to cover. And I think approaching, I like to try to approach things too in an interesting or maybe way that you hadn't thought about um, as well. And like, I, there's just there's just so much. And for me, I know I think people are attracted to calamity, but I think f- something that is always in my brain working on the podcast is that I think that sometimes we as a society have such a stigma toward death. And mm-hmm. I think that's what makes it alluring to like it, this, it's this, it's this, it's weird because also 120 years ago, there wasn't this stigma, right? People, it was a very prevalent thing. Right. And people had to address death head on. But now there's this stigma of like, you don't talk about your death. You don't think about it. Uh, and so I think that 
these feel like uh, these these untra- untapped zones where like we're dipping one foot into something that feels very uh, something we shouldn't be doing. Even though like I think about death constantly. That's oh, yeah. just me. Um, yeah. Constantly meditating and on I also, mortality. Yeah, yeah, and I, I also think that looking at tragedy, looking how, about how people respond to tragedy, how people respond to death is as much a study about human nature and living as it is a study of those things. And I think like also just the existential question of it all mm-hmm. is really interesting and in how we interact with each other. Um, like, I, you know, Jess and I did an episode about near-death experiences. And I felt like her and I approached that from two very different mentalities because she thinks a lot about what does this mean in terms of the afterlife. But my thinking is what do, what's happening inside your brain yeah. Yeah, when what's your brain the is dying? physiological, chemical yeah. reaction that's happening. And even to me, just in the microcosm of us making this episode, I'm like, oh, we just as two individuals think about this completely. Yeah. In, in, you know, we have a crossover, but I think we're camped in two distinctly different places. And that's like fascinating to me, too. That's what I like about your show is that it's so rooted in the practical and like real life, real world things that have happened. But it really like Thanks. takes on that air of like superstition and, and the places our minds go. I, I think you I, I do love like I love the supernatural. I love horror movies. I love the idea of ghosts existing. But I also really love the like trying to explain the who, what, where, when, why mm-hmm. yeah. and thinking, is there a reason for why this could be yeah. a possibility? You know, what could we find a, a real life explanation for this? Yeah. Supernatural is cool, but I really only like the first couple seasons. <laughs> I think that. You watch the anime? Sorry. Uh, no, I was just going to say, like, I like listening to those kinds of podcasts and I like yours because it is very much like, yeah, but it's probably just this because there's, you know, people who get super into it and go, oh, but it's real and the thing moved on the shelf. And I, and it to me, it's either there isn't a logical explanation for it and something did happen. Or like you just made it up in your head. It's not real. Yeah, and I don't want to discount the possibility that there are gr- bigger and greater things. We I are, do want to discount. We're, well, we're Ghosts bags. Are fake. We're bags <laughs> of like meat with electricity flowing yeah, yeah, through yeah. us. Like there's you no. Know, the that's around. my at home project. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I think it's like yeah. There's the idea that we build microchips that are this small. It's like there are wild things that exist mm-hmm. in this world. But Smoky I, microchips. I think like <laughs> in a way like science is kind of magic. The it, haunted microchip. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> this Terabyte. sounds like we're making fun. Of- <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, microchip. <laughs> you get a load of her. Come I just on. thought that's such like a, that would be such a funny. No, like, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like one day somebody's gonna write that story and it's oh, gonna it's... be like the microchip that traveled from like every person's phone. It was in like they died. Like that would be goosebumps. It's a hundred percent like somebody's already written like instead of terabyte, it's like iPhone. terrifying bite or something. Yeah, well, or it, like microchip. Like it's the Ring fan. as a horror movie is like such a like stupid like oh, VHI, VHS tape, but it's such a good mystery and it's, yeah. it's it was genuinely scary. Well, like, and like the way they did it is like super creepy. With yeah. The girl and the fingernail and the bugs. It's like yeah. But like mm. the idea of like a VHS tape that, that you, you can get watch. a blockbuster is gonna kill you. I uh, I've always maybe. loved. Uh, this is a point from a while before. Is. Uh, there's a great book that I recommend everyone should read. Uh, it's called On Death and Dying by Elizabeth yeah. Kubler-Ross, who is great, was like a, um, a student of, uh, uh, of Ram Dass, uh, who has interesting ideas and kind of run his own pseudo cult. But her point is, is that re- for a really long time, death was unavoidable. And so you just kind of like had to think about it. And now that we have such good medicine, it has become, death has become a slight against you. It has become doctors failing you or something attacking you. And also just from like a psychological standpoint, you can't process the idea of your own demise inherently. So Mm -hmm. to have your being end uh, seems like somebody is doing something bad to you, even if it's natural causes. Yeah. Your Um, brain is specifically designed to protect you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, then it should be smarter, but it's not. Um, but there is, uh, there has been a rise of this, like this macabre and true crime shit because it is so terrifying. Um, and one of the things that it makes supernatural stuff so terrifying is like, even if you put in a lot of work to like 
come to terms with death, mortality, whatever, and also like actual work, like to become healthy and good and whatever. Like so a guy can run up and stab you at any yeah. point or Not even worse. Well, yeah. She'll stab me first. Sure. Yeah. They'll stab me first. I'm a bigger target. I've engaged in a long campaign of social engineering. No <laughs> one's going to stab me. Oh, I just thought you meant like you'd move like Neo around the knife. No, I'm very slow. Local uh. YouTuber stabbed. <laughs> following a, <laughs> following campaign of long social engagement. <laughs> oh, no. They're... Content creator, example of failed social engineering <laughs> campaign. Long in the works. One of the things that makes Supernatural stuff so terrifying is that it doesn't matter how well you prepare and how much good stuff you do and whatever. Like, there are things that you just can't explain. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one of the worst things about Supernatural stuff is that there is, like, evidence of it. But because the mind is so fickle, like you were saying, the way that you process death versus how Jess processes death is so different. But like you can really, I don't know the best way to say it, but like a brain can really fucking be on one and see some shit. Mm -hmm. And like you can in grief see things that don't exist or you can uh, have issues and, and see things that don't exist and experience things differently. And like that shit is crazy. I mean, I think that's why the Edmund Fitzgerald wreck has taken on so much uh, mysticism Wait, water and, and and water mm-hmm. um, <laughs> because of the extremely high waves is because it just, for the longest time, just disappeared. It was sailing basically in tandem with another, uh, not sailing, but, you know, sailing. I don't know if that's, I, I don't know, Mar- whatever. It doesn't matter. There was constant communication, regular communication back and forth, and it was a stormy night on the lake, and then it's just gone. It didn't arrive where it was going. And I think for the longest time that fueled so much speculation that like, cause they weren't just gone. It wasn't like a death you could accept. It was open-ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think also as humanity, we want to think that we will learn from our past mistakes and then take that knowledge and prevent things from happening again. But we don't No. We, re- we replicate the same things mm-hmm. over and over again, the same mistakes. That's yeah. one of the worst part about covering so many cults is that eventually, like when we started doing it, it was like, wow, this is so interesting. How could people believe this? And then you get 200 something episodes and you're in and, and you're just like, okay, so it's a little bit of theosophy mixed with like the yeah. esotericism and then mm-hmm. like some old school Catholicism. It's, it's very fun to shit. be a guest on cult podcasts because they'll be like, you'll be like, what the hell? <laughs> and they'll go, well, it's actually a mix of, and then they'll yeah. say eight different <laughs> six syllable words that all sound like they're from a different language. And then and then it's like, with a little psycho-mysticism dribbled on top. And you're like, of course. <laughs> but of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, of course. I understand this. <laughs> I um, I don't know fuck all about Boat. We had Neither Charlotte. We had Charlotte on Colt Podcast to talk about Blackbeard. And mm. I had I did the research for that episode and was just like, reading that was so fucking difficult as I assume it is for you too, whenever you're reading it, if you don't know shit about boat, because like some somebody will be like, Edward Teach sent out two sloops, and you're like, ah, oh, of course. Well, I played sloop. Sea of Thieves. So well, I haven't. <laughs> I actually, that's not true. I played Sea of Thieves and threw up. Yeah, you did throw up. Yeah, um. and then I threw up on a real boat too. I throw up anytime I even think about the water. <laughs> I was on a boat with you. You didn't throw up. I almost threw up. I. That's just true. I didn't throw up for most of it. So you had it inside you all along, and then you kept it inside you. Mm-hmm. Let's throw it. Lindsay, what scares you? <laughs> this. Ah! You know, it's funny because you guys, you were just talking about, like, you know, your brain can be on one, and, like, that is one of my biggest fears is, like, that I will lose my mind. Yeah. Oh, Alzheimer's is my number one. Yeah, yeah. It used to be, like, oh, when I was, like, a teenager or young, and I was, like, I'm scared of, like, dying alone. I was, like, no, fuck that. I'm scared of, like, my mind being, like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, that it's shit. Terrifying. Dementia and Alzheimer's is like the scariest thing to me. Yeah. That's my number. Yeah, because I also think like because so many people with beautiful brains can, yeah. you know, be corrupted oh, yeah. by it, and it's like, yeah. <sighs> so uh, I have a question. <laughs> One more question. So, uh, kind of doing your podcast about shipwrecks. Does it make you like not want to go on? Big boats. <laughs> it makes me want to go on big boats even more. Okay, because we no. gotta go on a cruise to Ensenada. Okay, Ensenada. Where's that? It's like from you go from Long Beach and you. Go. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But I was just thinking that you that guys sounds fun. Do... I was just on the the Bainbridge ferry just a couple weeks ago. Well, 
That's, it was I great. I, I I enjoyed it so much. Well, we did an episode about death on cruise ships, which stemmed from me. Oh, yeah. re- I read somewhere that morgues have cru- ha- or cruise ships have morgues too. Oh yeah, I, I think like, I, I listened to some of that one. I thought, what? It never occurred to me, but yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. I know someone that worked on. Cruise but ships I want to go on a cruise ship even less now. After... Well, I mean, that's the correct opinion. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't. I want. I like being on big boats. I'm not the biggest cruise person, just because. I don't know. Would you yeah. say you like big boats and I, you cannot lie? <laughs> yeah, and these I don't want any of you deny. to deny. Yes, excuse yeah. me. Because when a ship hits, comes in, ship hits merch with the itty bitty mainsail, <laughs> <laughs> with the itty bitty bow, and a big bow in your face. Oh, y'all should at least be tweeting that. I uh, did sprung. <laughs> I want to pull out my tongue and lick the hole. H u l l. Lindsay, does hearing about the ship disasters make you want to go on boats less? No. Yeah, I figured. I mean, like boats, plane, everything. Sometimes stuff happens. And gotta it's live. Like you can't be. F- yeah, you gotta live your life. I mean, I'll be on a plane, and it'll be an especially bad turbulence, and I'll go. This could be it. Yeah. And I'm of like, course. what am I gonna do about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just hope that when I die, I'm beautiful, and I'm and people talk about me. I think the first flight that I took after the pandemic started when they didn't serve you booze, I had to get over my fear because I would be terrified and I'd be like, just liquor me up, come over here and bring the booze. And I'd be like, okay, I'm fine, like bumping around. And then the first flight I was like, there's nothing. Okay, and I just had to get over it. The uh, only thing about flying that ever bothers me is landing and feeling like there's not enough runway. Landing is the safest part of it. It's the it? only thing. Yeah, Sometimes I'm like, I can't, I don't know what they're looking at. Is there enough runway? Are, I think I'm fearful of, Landing after a bumpy ride, and I go, oh, is everybody gonna clap? I yeah. I'm oh my social. god! <laughs> when you I was, I pretend ahead. to be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> On Friday, when we were flying, when I was fl- finally flying back to Los Angeles, we were. I think that's when it was. We were flying over the Rockies, and uh, we hit it's really bad range. turbulence. Some of the worst turbulence that I've ever like hit, uh, where they were in the middle of like giving out drinks, and then. Uh, one of the um, the flight crew came over and like said something, and I heard them go, "Oh shit!" And they wheeled it back, and immediately like sat down, locked themselves in. They did the thing, and like I was freaking out because I've never had like turbulence that bad. And as it was happening, I was watching the news scream, and it came across my mind as like. I don't want to die watching this bullshit. <laughs> and so like I switched <laughs> it and started watching uh, Uncut Gems instead. <laughs> Just skip to the middle because if I'm gonna die, I want to watch a Safety yeah. Brothers. It's always great when a position, a person in a position of like a third authority in this yeah. realm, they pay, they go like, oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, what? That just happened on a ship hits the fan episode we covered, oh. episode two. Yeah, they they talk about like seeing the waiters drop trays and stuff, oh, yeah. and the person who was like witnessing was like, that's when I kind of figured out something was wrong. Yeah, because <laughs> these people can just do anything. Elise, give us a little taste of some of the upcoming episodes. Just Ooh, what's some of the baby? Stuff? Give, give us, us a little three morbid seconds. A little um, morbidity. Yeah. So right now we're we're in the middle of four episodes that we did where Jess and I each brought a different topic to the table. So like the episode that just came out today, I talked about when uh, and this is maybe like you know 17th century there used to be animal trials. So like people would dress up a pig in uh, in uh, clothing and then put him on the stand and then execute him in the streets because he like bit someone. And Jess talks about how doc, you know, doctors write prescriptions, and it's like so illegible, you can't read it. Yeah. My mom is a nurse. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, so like seven thousand people die a year because of doctors, like poor, uh, you know, scrawling of their penmanship. Really? I'm, yeah. I'm currently working on an episode Dang. about death at Disney parks, um, oh. and trying to de- debunk some of the. And they have to you know, take them underground and like take them off the well, property. Well, do they? Is that true? Do they though? Have, you'll have to listen to the episode to know. And then I uh, would love to talk to you about that because I got some insider info oh, for you. Oh, Mine died. Disneyland. Off the record. Um, and then Vlad the Impaler, of course. And then also this season, I want to do an episode about cloning um, because I kind of fell down the rabbit hole. I knew that you know people like there was you know of course like Dolly the sheep, and I knew that like Dolly Parton clones her dogs and stuff. But then I fell down the rabbit hole of influencers that clone their dogs after they die and i was like this is this is fascinating That's fucking weird dog. yeah and uh we're also gonna cover what else there's, there's so much there's like a barrett being buried alive 
That uh, used to be a big fear of mine. I am claustrophobic. I would not like that. I would be scared, but at least the one thing that uh, I... <laughs> Sorry, I'm oh. reading Rick's notes on the And can I just say one more that I'm really excited about is an episode uh making an exorcist. Cuz I think we all know like, uh. we know about like, you know, exorcisms they happen, but like I don't think people think enough about like how does someone become an exorcist? Like what are the parameters and how does like what are the rules and so what schools It's have like the making a murderer but making an exorcist. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, the Vatican actually does. BA and exorcism. I would love to hear more about yeah. that. I got a book for you. We did it an episode on that for Cult Podcast oh, did you? Oh. and we uh found a book that oh, yeah. I would talks love to, about the process of becoming Oh, I would love wow. to read that. Um I have a book I want to ask you about, but yeah. we can do that off air. Uh the thing I was going to say about being buried alive, by the way, is I found out that you would probably die from suffocation before yeah. you die from anything oh, else. Can we not? Yeah. Can we, well, not, can which, we not finish the listen, podcast on that? No. Suffocation 30, is one of the best ways to go out. Listen to 30 Morbid Minutes. You can get it early on Mondays if you're a first member. You yeah. can listen to it on roosterteeth.com or it comes out on Tuesdays on plat podcast platforms everywhere of your choice. Charlotte, any big hitters for season two you want to sort of uh, flex Ship hitters? on us? Ship hitters. Uh, Ship yeah, I mean, this comes out next. Yes. Yeah. So last week we released an episode that was a little bit different. It's about a person rather than a shipwreck. Uh, Jean de Clisson, who Real was son of, a ship. Uh, of Brittany, and, and she single-handedly waged uh, pirate warfare on France Damn, uh, to avenge her husband. Um <laughs> damn gene it's it's so cool it's it's one of the coolest episodes we ever did brian went off on the research and 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 we just had a ton of fun with it and like it's been so long it's kind of hard to tell like what's tall tale what's fact and we acknowledge that but it is sort of like uh ship hits the fan story hour and, and then the most recent episode that w just came out that you could listen to today um um is uh is about the, a civil war submarine that the Confederacy created that was plagued by issues, but did <laughs> find success. But it's, I don't know, it's its a really good episode. It's really funny. But yeah, it's, um, and and hey, I, I implore you, listen to the backlog. Every Wednesday, right? New app? Uh, Wednesdays on Rooster Teeth. Oh no, yeah, Tuesdays on Rooster Teeth. Yes, every Wednesday, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere. The park. Anywhere. Uh, Trains. My podcast room. The <laughs> podcasting. Yeah, you're like an audio file where you have a single pillar with a turntable yeah. on top of it and a pair of headphones. Yeah. And the and rest it's got of that it's... weird black foam all over yes. the wall. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, we were researching uh, Blackbeard when we had uh, Charlotte on for Cold Podcast, which is like we did a three-episode series just because we were going to do it in two, and then I found out about how that motherfucker died, and it's such a crazy story. It, it's fucking awesome. But you read, there's like one source from the time about Blackbeard's life, and you'll read shit about it, and it sounds like this can't be true. This yeah. is too legend or bullshit. Or biased or some shit. And then you'll be reading about it, and they go, well, modern historians have decided that all of this is actually 100% factually accurate. Yes, of course. Uh, uh. And so, like, all the pirates kick ass, and they're awesome people, and you really want to get on their side. And they're like, yeah, they fought against governments, and they, they took down other people, and they were very accepting. And a lot of them made their money off of slavery. And then you're like, oh. Yeah, you, oh, had, me oh, in the, you had me in the beginning. <laughs> damn. <laughs> I really want to cheer for Blackbeard, but I also. Problematic fave, yeah. Blackbeard. Well, is that, yeah. is that the episode you'd recommend people listen to as an entry point then? Because it's got Charlotte. <laughs> Throw me on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. Um, We've got a lot. We've we've got 225 mainstay episodes out. So there's and they're each like an hour to an, two hours long. Um, the ones that I always recommend are the ones on Heaven's Gate, which is like crazy good research. Uh, we did an episode on um, the Chicago Rippers, which is my favorite. I went to Chicago for two weeks to research that. Talked to like a bunch of investigators. Um, one guy who was a mainstay figure in the story who actually turned out to be a huge racist. Uh, and the, that's the episode where I got blocked by the, the lawyer who uh, prosecuted John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> um, but 
he did say that my theory on John Wayne Gacy's uh, accomplice, because uh, f- for sure that dude had an accomplice. By the way, just off top, John Wayne Gacy did not act alone. He had an accomplice with Wayne him. Wayne John Gacy, maybe? Mm. <laughs> so we, uh, I put together a bunch of evidence for John Wayne like, Pizza? <laughs> I put together a bunch of evidence for like this guy was the accomplice and uh, showed it to a bunch of people and they all said that that was the most likely theory. So I'm fucking out here. Um, Those two series are the best, I think, to start with. And then just really anything. There's not a fucking miss in the bunch. They're good. Lindsay, what do you want to promote? If you were going to make a a podcast about the seedy side of reality television, Mm -hmm. do you know where you would start? The dark side. Have there been any deaths? I don't know. Television? Maybe. Murders? Can you think of like the news that one guy just got arrested? Really? That was a YouTuber guy. Never mind. Local YouTuber arrested for stabbing other local YouTuber. I think that's the podcast. All right. I, and I just want to add, there's merch for all these podcasts too. Yeah. yeah. Like cool, sh- cool shirts. Well, and stickers. There's there's yeah, merch there's... for two of them. Oh, you guys don't have merch? We do have merch. We've gotten fucked by supply lines. Oh, we are oh. like 11 Oof. months backed up. Um, the ship hits merch is some beautiful. Of my oh, it's great. I love right the now. ship hits merch. Uh, the the shirt's super comfortable and the hoodie rocks. The hoodie's great. Um, hopefully mm-hmm. more to come. Buy it. So there will be definitely more to come. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Buy, here's here's what we'll do. You buy a lot, and then you get five friends to buy your supply. Oh, whoa, hang on, Charlotte. <laughs> and they'll hang buy on. their own, and yeah. then they'll get hang five on. friends in I, turn. I, I don't think that's appropriate. I think we do ten. Reality ten, bites yeah. the dust. <laughs> that's pretty great. Not only that's '90s kids good. know. The end. <laughs> the end. Are your shirts pizza. branded? Huh? Are your shirts branded? Oh, <laughs> this podcast ones. Yeah. I, I, oh, like, oh, like that's like the next. Yeah. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, love you. Good night. Bye. Morning. Afternoon. <laughs>